Come on, if you need a breakthrough up in here, let me hear you make some noise. Habakkuk 2.4 says the just shall live by faith. But how does one do that? Live by faith. Let's find out today on another edition of Faith to Live By with Pastor Larry Millender and Pastor James Salter. Thank you for joining us today. This is Pastor Larry Mellinger. I'm here with Pastor James Salter, and this is Faith to Live By. We're here at Summit Life Church in Crawfordville, Florida today. We're recording. Hope to bring you a word that will be of encouragement to you. Maybe even a word that will be challenging to you. Something that will provoke you to greater works, to greater faith. And uh, something that will stir you in your spirit. So, Pastor James, this is the first time we've done this in several weeks. Uh, good to be back studio with you today. It is good to be back in the studio with you, Pastor Larry. And it, it has been a busy several weeks. Uh, I know you and I, last week, we traveled to the Tampa area and did a conference uh, for our dear friend, Pastor Clay Runnels in Kingdom Life Church. And with family, you know, you had family coming in and with all this kind of stuff going on. We've just been busy, but... Uh, I'm glad we're back in here today to uh, do another uh, session because I miss I miss hanging out with you. Number one, I miss talking about the word with you because I always walk out of the studio stirred up a little bit. And uh, that's our prayer and our hope for our listeners is uh, get something out of this that will make a difference in their life. Well, I wanted to share something today uh, since our last recording session. Um, I am no longer pastoring. I have now retired as a pastor after approximately 31 years at Abundant Life and Church 360, which is the same church, just a different name. Um, We've been feeling for the last couple of years, the Lord stirring our heart that when I reach 65 years old, that I would no longer be pastoring and I'm knocking on the door right now. So September 22nd was my last Sunday officially as the senior pastor of the church. Now, we have merged our ministry in with Summit Life mm-hmm. Church Ministry here in Crawfordville. We're attending here. You and Christine are now our pastors. And uh, I'm on the road preaching. I've been very busy. I had lunch with someone yesterday, and they asked me how did it feel to be retired. I said, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I said, I've been busy the last month. It's been very busy. And I have a business that I'm running as well. But since we've linked the two churches together over the last almost two years now, December, I think, or January would be two years since we started this process of you coming to preach and us talking about the relationship of, of two churches becoming one. And for a while, we called it One Church, Two Locations. We're actually meeting in Crawfordville now here on Aaron Road, uh, the road beside the courthouse. We're across the road a little bit, diagonal across the road from the Wakulla County School Facilities, uh, the administrative offices. And some of the folks from Church 360 in Tallahassee, Abundant Life Fellowship, have been coming here. We're coming here. It's closer to our home, so it's been much more convenient for us. We're no longer having to get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning to do a 9 o'clock service in Tallahassee. Elaine told me a couple of Sundays ago, she said, I'm enjoying this. This is nice. But... um, we're glad to be a part of what is taking place here with you and Christine as the local church pastors in this church body, this fellowship. There's a lot going on here mm-hmm. and a lot of potential. Uh, there's vision here. There's a spiritual mandate from God here. So I want to talk a little bit before we get into the recording program today just about Summit Life Church and what we're doing here. And uh, so 
If you will tell us a little bit about it, because you've been here 11 years now. Yeah, it, it, uh, September 1st, uh, actually this past September 1st was 11 years. It just seems like a, a blink of an eye. Um, but I tell you, Pastor Larry, we, uh, we, we love Crawfordville. We love Walcola County. We love the Big Bend region. And, um, of course, I met, I met Christine here uh, some this December will be 23 years ago uh, while she was on staff with you um, at Abundant Life Fellowship. Um, but uh, we have a heart for this place. And, you know, one of the things that we have settled, Pastor Lair, is that we, we know we're here for this region and we're here for such a time as this. And, and I shared some time back that uh, one of the words that is used in, in the Greek talking when Jesus was going about ministry, he actually used the word that we would get the word region. So he didn't always just deal with small towns and small cities, but he dealt with regions. And I, I know that we're here, Summit Life Church, and, and, and now being uh, combined with Church 360, we're here for this region, not just Crawfordville, not just Tallahassee, but but for the region. And um, we understand to a degree we, we're, we're a little bit different. Um, than a lot of other churches. But you know what? Paul made it very clear that we're all one body, but we have different functions. We have different roles. And and for us, I mean, our, our heart is for the presence of Jesus. Uh, of course, uh, uh, 10 plus years ago, we, we assumed the same vision statement as Abundant Life Fellowship has had these 30 years of win the lost, mature the believer, and help everyone find their place. That That's still our mandate um, here at Church 360. But but we, we really have a passion for the presence of Jesus. Um, we really do uh, want the, the supernatural and the miraculous to take place. I know that, you know, different people have different ideas and views about that. Me personally, my conviction and, and what I believe the word tells me and teaches me is that the Holy Spirit is still in the earth today. He is still on the inside of us. He is still active and he is still performing uh, signs and wonders. So our heart and our passion is to really not just preach the full gospel, but to embrace and live the full gospel. And so that, that's our mandate. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting, Pastor Larry, and, and John, the gospel of John, chapter one, verse one. John goes to this litany of in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among men. And that, that, that's very powerful. But you get down, you get down to verse three, it says all things came into being through him talking about Jesus. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. But I like verse four in him was life and the life was the light of men. So there, there was really something about Jesus, Pastor Larry, that became light to humanity. And obviously, based on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit through the Apostle John, what was light for all humanity was the life that was in Jesus. Um, I said this Sunday, Jesus just doesn't have resurrection power. He is resurrection Jesus doesn't just have life-giving power. He is life. And I, and I love how the Passion Translation reads this. And again, this is as our heart and I believe our mandate and, and where we are as a part of the Ecclesia in this region. This is our heart. In the very beginning, the living expression was already there. And the living expression was with God, yet fully God. 
They were face to face in the very beginning. And through his creative inspiration, this living expression, talking about Jesus, made all things. For nothing has existence apart from him. Life came into being because of him. For his life is light for all humanity. And this living expression is the light that bursts through the gloom. The light that darkness could never diminish or put out. And really, I think, Pastor Larry, just to sum up this this part of the of the of the program, um, which I didn't know he was going to do this. But I think for me, when it talks about Jesus was the life and his life was the light of men, I think for me, what I want our local ecclesia to do is not just a mere have a religious understanding or definition of what life is. Because most of us have an inferior idea of what true abundant life is all about. But I want us to have the life that's to the full till it overflows. The kind of life that becomes light to this region. And so I believe we can't we can't settle just for an inferior definition or religious understanding of what this word life may be. This word life in the Greek is the Greek word zoe, which means life just like God has it. So the potential for, for all of us to live in another dimension on another level to another degree in Jesus is there. And I want Summit Life Church to be that part of the ecclesia that stirs an awakening, that that lifts the veil, so to speak, and to be a, 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 a voice to people that we don't have to settle for anything less, that, that there's something more that Jesus has already provided for us. And, and somebody's got to be a, a forerunner. Somebody's got to be give voice to that. And I believe that's who we are. Boy, that's good. I appreciate you expounding on it today. That's good. You know, we're glad that the Lord's led us in the direction that we've gone over the last almost two years and linking Summit Life with Church 360 and Abundant Life Fellowship. We've been at this a long time. I have been preaching for over 40 years, for about 41 years, I guess, maybe a little bit more. And I'm still preaching. I haven't stopped. Now, I'm preaching. I was in Port St. Joe Sunday with Pastor Andrew and Kathy Rutherford, their 20th anniversary. We actually helped launch that church. They had pastored in Carabell and stepped away from pastoring for a year, came to Abundant Life in Tallahassee for about a year, shared with me they want to go to Port St. Joe and launch a church, plant a church. We raised $10,000 for them to go get a building. We're, we're part of that. He, he said Sunday, I was their spiritual daddy. I guess that, that's the way they see that. Um, over 20 years ago, almost 25 years ago, the Lord spoke to me one day in prayer. He said, I want you to be a, be a pastor to pastors. I didn't understand that then. We started something we call Fellowship of Pentecostal Faith Ministries. We were meeting quarterly. At one time, we had over 100 people coming to a luncheon. And I'd bring in a guest speaker. Our church pretty much funded it and paid the bill for all of it. Um, and we did that for a number of years. But I said all that to say this. I am no longer pastoring a local body, per se. But I'm pastoring in a way that going out to other people, like we did with Clay Runnels and Jessica last week. I preached Thursday night. You preached Friday night at their homecoming, their uh, anniversary mm -hmm. celebration. And... Uh, when he introduced me, he said, I want to introduce you to my pastor. It touched my heart when he said that. But I'm still going out preaching. I have a, a mandate in my heart. God spoke to me 
over 40 years ago, he's, I want you to go and preach victory to the body. A lady in the church, older lady in Carabelle First Assembly, when I first started preaching, she said, Brother Lair, what has God called you to tell the church? And I said, God simply just put in my heart to go preach victory, to tell people to live their best, be their best, do their best, and have their best. And the way that they do that is by faith. They have to walk by faith. Um, you and I have talked so many times about the word. We're word people. We're word, you know, we're, we're, we're word preachers. We, we like to preach the word. You cannot live a successful life without having a steady diet of the word of God. Um, I have my devotions I do every morning. I always have a number of books and devotionals and my one-year Bible. I try to read through the one-year Bible every year. If you don't get the word planted in your heart, you don't have a foundation to fall back on when the storms of life come, when the difficult times come. You've got to have a foundation. I've helped build houses. I've been involved in construction for many years, for far back. We basically helped build my first house in the 1970s. Um, I learned to do carpentry with my brother-in-law and roofing and those type of things. So I know that any house that's going to endure and last has to have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Jesus talked about the story of the man who built on the sand and the man who built on the rock. Mm-hmm. The, the, the rock is the Word of God. If we don't have the Word in our heart and in our life and we don't live it and walk it and talk it and preach it, then we really don't have any foundation. And you and I both, as I said, we're word people. I had a pastor call me one day last week. I think I was actually down in the Tampa area when he called me. One of the local pastor teller has haven't talked to him in years. And uh, his number was in my phone. When my phone rang, I opened my phone up and looked at it and I saw it was him. So I answered it. I was down there getting ready for that Thursday night service at the motel. And he said, hey, Pastor Larry, he said, tell me if this is true. I heard that you retired. I said, yeah, September 22nd was our last Sunday as a pastor, but I haven't retired from ministry. I'm out preaching. He said, I understand that. He said, but I want you to know, he said, you have probably been one of the most consistent, persistent faith people that I've ever known. He said, I've been in the area almost 20 years. When I first came, you welcomed me. You opened the door. I had preached for us. I've never preached for him. I had him come preach for us in a conference, a word explosion. And he said, you have probably been one of the most consistent, persistent faith people that I've ever seen. He said, I want to tell you what that has meant to me to see you walk it out all of these mm-hmm. years. You never changed. He said, you stayed with it. All of these years. And it really stirred my spirit to realize that my life had an impact on him. He's probably been in ministry. He's a little younger than I am, I guess. He's been in ministry probably close to the same amount of years that I have. But our life founded on the Word of God with the principle of faith to live by. As the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. We have no earthly idea the ramifications, the tentacles of our life and ministry that are in the communities where we are. 
the thousands of people that look at us as ministers and follow us and, and we encourage or some of them we just make mad, I guess, occasionally what we preach. But we have an impact on people. And if it'll work for us in ministry, it'll work for the church person, the lay person in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for what we're doing here together now. We're part of this. Mm-hmm. This is our church. Now, we're not going to be here every Sunday because I'm out preaching and doing things. But I believe in what we've got here. You're you're an outstanding speaker. Your wife, Christine, outstanding speaker. Different personalities, different giftings. Chris, uh Boblet. Mm-hmm. Boblet. Man, he is an excellent teacher. Yeah. There, there's some good gifts in this body. Yeah. I mean, even some of the lay people that you've had preaching and ministering from the church that we brought from Tallahassee and your church here. I sat back, Miss D, when she taught a couple of weeks ago, man, that was excellent. <laughs> I couldn't have done that. She's a teacher. Yeah. And I thank God for what we have here. We have something here that we teach and preach and try to live and walk out that I think the people of Walcott County need. And uh, as we proclaim it, live it, um, whatever, it's going to have an impact in our community. So I know we have people from all around that listen to this broadcast on 94.1 The Wave. But yet it's on podcasts. It's on a couple of different podcasts now. And I just read the report where Doug Apple had sent to me that there were 113 people tuned into the podcast. There, there are people I've, I've shared with people in Pakistan and in India and Norway of our program and had some of them tell me, I've got on podcast and listened to what you've been preaching. There's a church in Pakistan. They have asked me for several years to come preach. I haven't had any passion to go there. And they were recently having a pastor's conference. And uh, they, they sent me a message wanting to know, can you do something live for us? For our pastor's conference, well, I, I did it live, but it was at 12.30 a.m. in the morning because of the time difference there. Not very convenient. I mean, it wasn't very convenient at all. So I said, rather than doing this, why don't you go to our podcast for Faith to Live By, and you're going to get the same stuff on the podcast that I'm going to share with you live and I'm standing up at 1 o'clock in the morning to do that because there's almost 12-hour time difference. <laughs> Had a group of over 300 pastors there. They tuned in, to, I think, to three, four, five of our podcasts because they sent me a report back of having tuned in and said everything that y'all were sharing in those on those programs is exactly what we needed. Now, I don't know. We may end up going to Pakistan. And we talk sometimes about are people listening I know people listening in Pakistan because they were tuned in. So I thank God for what we're doing here at Summit Life. And with Faith to Live By on the radio, I think the Lord's going to expand that in the future and maybe branch it out into different venues and other things that we can do. But uh, I want us to share some today about the vision of what we're doing here. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about faith to live by. I mean, you you are a faith man, a faith preacher. Um and I, if I tear up, you, you'll just have to forgive me, listeners, and you, Pastor Larry. Uh, I'm a big guy, but I'm tender on the inside. Um, but, you know, at, at times we we wonder and we question like, hey, man, is anybody getting anything out of this? You know, but the reality of it is, Pastor Larry, if, just, if it just touched one person's life, you, you can't put a, you can't put a dollar figure on that. You can't put a, a, a time limit or timetable on just what it took to reach one person. If Jesus 
talk that he's willing to leave the 99 to go get one, then we have to, you know, resolve ourselves. That if it's just one person gets touched to Jesus, that's a success. But we know it's, it's far reaching than that. But, you know, living by faith and even preaching and teaching faith in our culture and generation has, has, has kind of lost some of its glamour compared to 20, 30, 40 years ago. But the way I see it, I mean, there's, there's really only, only one message that Jesus taught. It was about the kingdom and about living by faith, tapping into this unseen realm to have it show up in our scene realm. And, and I, I believe one of the, the, the misjustices that we have done about faith and teaching and preaching faith, sometimes people have presented it like, well, when you live by faith, you won't have any problems. Honey, that ain't the truth. Matter of fact, Jesus teaching, is teaching us how to live by faith for when the problems come, they don't take us out and they don't take us down. Matter of fact, Jesus said this, in this world, you'll have tribulation. <laughs> You'll have some issues, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And so us teaching and preaching and, and this broadcast of, of faith to live by, it's really all about getting the, the necessary encouragement and insight and revelation to cause us to be more than conquerors, but overcomers. Not just when time, it's easy to say I'm, a, I'm more than a conqueror and I'm an overcomer and everything is going good. But what about when all hell is broke loose and all the crap has hit the fan? We're, our declaration has got to be just as strong in that moment as when we were on the mountaintop. And I think that's what blesses me about this broadcast. And it's an encouragement to me, even as a participant, to be stirred and to be encouraged and, and to be stretched by your experience, your wisdom, uh, your, your your history. And, and we've already we've already proclaimed this. Now, your best is yet to come. You and Pastor Lane's best is yet to come. And so. I'm excited for the open door to nations. I'm excited about the the pastor conferences that are yet to come because uh, we 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 understand and know that uh, when we when we depart this round, we're going we're going to go empty because we've given everything that Jesus has given to us, and we're not going to settle for anything less than that. So I want to say thank you from the Salter family. Uh, and from the countless thousands of, of your faith, your persist, your persistence, your patience, and um, just your example of walking stuff out. Man, there's just something about learning how by faith to walk stuff out. Well, I had over the last month, I, I don't know, just numerous, numerous messages, Facebook messages, text messages, phone calls from people that have been in our life over 31 years. And uh, one of them's from uh, Tim and Amanda Pittman. Yeah, who I remember them in our church back in the nineties. I married them. I actually performed the wedding ceremony for them and uh, united them together to become one. And now they're the youth pastors at uh, Rick Godwin's church out in San Antonio. Not the youth pastors, children's pastors. Mm-hmm. And they sent us one of the sweetest messages the day of our last day as pastors said. We just want y'all to know what you've done has not gone unnoticed. We are who we are and where we are today because we sat under your ministry. We had countless ones, had several of them said, you know, we came to your church when we were little kids and you don't know the impact you had in our life. We're serving God today because of that. We're living victorious today because of that. No doubt over 31 years as a pastor, 40 plus years, 41 years in ministry preaching, we've touched 
thousands, tens of thousands of lives. I was an evangelist in those early years, traveling around the country preaching. Various nations around the world, Scandinavia 17 times, to Bolivia, to Austria, to Spain. Caribbean. To, all over the Caribbean islands. Um, preaching. I actually preached on the first day of of telecasting on the God Channel, which is all over the world now. But I was preaching at a conference at, in Stavanger, Norway, at Charisma Central, Pastor Arnfrey Clemson, on the launching of God Channel. And I remember them telling me that night, said, well, you're one of the first. You're going to be one of the first speakers on this channel. And it went into Iran, to Saudi Arabia, into Russia. It was going everywhere. And uh, I started getting feedback from that. And uh, I thought, man, little country preacher here on the God Channel, going Carabelle. all into Africa and everywhere up from Carabelle. <laughs> but we don't know the impact that yeah. we have. We don't know the impact that a church like this has in the community. Uh, many times... We we probably feel as preachers sometimes. Well, did did that message do any good? <laughs> you know, we we wonder. But we have to believe that it did because there's people out there that's being impacted from our ministry, from our way of living. Sometimes it's not so much as what we say; it's how we live, yeah. and people watch that and see that. Our our, yeah. our life's a Bible. You know, I, I would just I just jump in that same vein because you know there may be some listeners. Thinking, well, I don't, I don't have a pulpit. I don't have a radio program. I don't, you know, have open doors to other countries and nations. But I really believe, Pastor Larry. I mean, that's one vehicle. This is one means to establish the kingdom of God in the world. Radio, TV, publications, books, articles, going to other nations, and. Um, but I'm gonna tell you though. I would never say that that is a greater way to make a difference because I, I can tell you that in, in my 11 years in corporate America that I didn't have to go around saying I was this or I was that just through how I lived my life. People noticed something different. And I think that's what John was trying to express in John chapter one, verse three, in him was life and that life became the light to all humanity. Don't ever, don't ever underestimate you living your life and what kind of impact that it will have in your sphere of influence. You don't, you don't need a, you don't need a pulpit. Uh, matter of fact, sometimes we do an injustice by having a mindset of my only ministry is behind the pulpit because I, I know men and women who get behind a pulpit but their walk on Sunday, but their walk Monday through Saturday doesn't line up with what they're sharing on Sunday. And I, I believe the, the the greatest the greatest sermon ever preached is a life lived in surrendered humility to Jesus, because that speaks volumes a lot more louder than any thirty minute message on any given Sunday. So don't don't. Don't sit there and miss your moment of saying, I need this or I need that to make a difference. You're making a difference right now, listener, just by you loving Jesus and being light and being sought. Your heart should be just, I want to become a greater expression of of Jesus to this world. And you, you, you take that, God's going to open up greater doors. I had a message here a while back, several months back, from a young lady who attended our church when she was a little girl. And we're talking now in the early 90s. And um, her family was part of our church. They were involved. Her mom and dad was involved in our church as ushers and greeters and 
other other outreaches that we did, they were involved. But they ended up taking a job in South Florida, and they moved. I haven't seen that. I mean, probably 26, 27 years. Well, she showed up in Tallahassee a while back, came to our church, has since didn't stay in Tallahassee, but moved back to South Florida, and, and has sent me some of the sweetest notes that, Pastor Larry, you and Pastor Lane don't have a clue what you have sawn into us over the years. She said, I am the person I am today because of the foundation that I got out of Abundant Life Fellowship when I was a kid. She was in children's church back then. I mean, not even a teenager as, as a child. And she's serving God today. I, I think perhaps they may be going to uh, Church Without Walls in Tampa, so, somewhere, wherever it's at down there. Um, Randy White. But those type of things that we live and preach and do is what is the reward. Yeah. It's, it's what we do that God honors us for and blesses us for because of what we've sown into the lives of other people. I just want to close by reading this this quote that I came across several weeks ago. Uh, it was uh, it was quoted or said by a gentleman by the name of Howard Washington Thurman, who was a, a civil rights leader. He was a great theologian uh, in his own right, a, a professor uh, back in I believe the late, mid to late eighteen hundreds. But uh, Howard Washington Thurman said this: "Stop asking what the world needs." Instead, start asking, what is it that makes me come alive and then go do it? Because that's what the world needs, me coming alive. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Larry Mellinder and James Salter. James is the senior pastor of Summit Life Church in Crawfordville with Sunday morning prayer at 8 a.m. and worship at 10.30 a.m. And Wednesday Life Group is at 7 p.m. Find them online at summitlifechurch.net. To hear past programs, look up Faith to Live By in your podcast app. And join us every Thursday at 1130 for Faith to Live By here on Wave 94.